Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tipa Snow. And uh, Tipa, um, the word conference comes to mind. Was there something about a conference that I missed or just kidding? Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we did have one. Uh, we had a conference and our, our our title for the conference was Use It or Lose It. But it turns out we actually, we, we've changed it during the conference. You ready? Uh-huh. Use it until you lose it, and then pause, see what you have left, and get going. So first question, what was it like to be back in person? Because virtually all the meetings you held were virtual for the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, what we heard was, wow, the enthusiasm, the opportunity, the camaraderie, the sense of community, um, and it felt really different. For those who could be there in person, there was a sense of unity and a sense of relationship. Tears, laughter, hugs. I mean, we had a great time together, but we also had a great virtual community out there. So even though, you know, we did a what we call a hybrid and we had some little hiccups with We've, we've previously we've tried Hoover and this time we tried Zoom meetings and we found that there are hiccups with both of them when you try to do something. But what we saw from the chat and from the back and forth were that um, there was a virtual community that was really feeling connected and supported. Um, and we had people from all areas, walks of life, um, people living with, care partners, people just getting started, people who finish their journey and are still present. Um, people who are professionals, organizations, we had, you know, we have all kinds of folks from around the world. We had someone from Australia, Costa Rica, um, Trinidad, I mean, all across the US, Canada. I mean, so Hawaii, Alaska. I mean, so we had folks there that chose to come to be part of a community. And then we had so many people online from all over the world as well. I, I think one of the biggest attractants, and you don't need any more pats on the head, but you're going to get one, is you take something that's very complex and you put it into relatable terms, things that I can use after listening to you for five minutes. Whereas if you read a textbook or you sit and you watch the medical shows, you go, oh, my God, I'm in over my head. So Yeah, yeah my whole goal is to translate to take what is complex and which uh, that which is spoken in sort of jargon or a theme reframe and sort of what is sort of real and what is somebody's opinion versus, you know, what do the facts actually say about this or what, what does real life experience tell us about this versus what's in a book somewhere where somebody says, well, you shouldn't argue with folks. And it's like, okay, so what should you do? <laughs> she says, I can too drive. And you don't obviously believe that to be an accurate statement that she can drive safely. And so that reality of like, okay, I bet you can. You know, the problem is how safe that person is driving, not can they drive because for years, of course, they might skip some steps though. So how do we address that? And sort of my job, I feel like is to go, huh, so there's truth in what she says, there's truth in what you say. So maybe it's how we're trying to communicate with each other that's causing the traffic jam in addition to what else is going on like 
who said what to whom and what did they hold on to? So, you know, it, it's tricky, but I think by coming together and whether it's virtually or in person, um, we have that opportunity to rethink what we think we know and be more curious about the other human being in our space. There are little hiccups anytime you're doing anything virtually because you, the timing is not quite the same. Even on a podcast, you, you your timing is always off just a bit. And if somebody else's video is lagging or something, but it's amazing what can be done if people put their minds to it and work together and, and find solutions to some very complex problems that you examine. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can't say enough for the people living with dementia, various dementias, who worked with me ahead of the conference to get some things recorded. And then our folks like Emilio and Drew, who are some of our, our worker bees in the background, who worked really hard to get the clips of the video that we wanted to put forward and share out available so that they we could lift people up, celebrate them, and then take what they shared and figure out how to put into this bigger picture, like for community mobility. You know that not everybody living with dementia, the answer is going to be use public transport or, or use an Uber or, or Lyft or you know, there's there are different people who have different needs. Some people can fly readily and easily, and some aren't never going to get a plane again. And it's like, okay, so how do we take that and recognize it for what it is? It's their truth, their reality. And how do we work from there? How do we figure out how life can happen from there? And how can life be lived well from there? Because I can't fix that. <laughs> so it's reframing. It's a lot of reframing and, and building new houses out of what's there. Participants always learn something at any of your events, whether it's live or whether it's virtual. But in some organizing something this big, I, I know you well enough that you probably have sat back and you've learned something. You've gone, oh, you've had your own personal revelation. Well, I mean, as I said, even the title, one of our folks living with dementia said, it's sort of discouraging when you say use it or lose it. And I did. And I still lost it. And it's like, oh, I am so sorry. You're absolutely right. So I think our theme is not use it till you lose it. It's, it's use it or lose it. It's use it till you lose it. And, and that, that shift was really an aha for me. But so was, you know, you think you know how to run Zoom, but then you try Zoom meetings or you think you can share a screen and then well, sort of, but not really. And you think you can see who's on the panel, but you're wrong. And you think you can get somebody on and suddenly you can't. And you even think somebody's going to be able to be there in person. And then they have major heart condition problems and you have to figure out how to kick it, kick it from the 20 yard line into the end zone with who you got and what you got. And I think, um, in that case, I think we did a pretty good job on the spirituality and, you know, heart and soul, um, because Christine had done a lot of work with Gerald ahead and Nadine's story and, and Belle did an amazing job as someone who is both a leader in a faith community and a member of a faith community and living with a neurological changes, she says, that changes everything. So, and she's got a care partner and a wife that's amazing. So, um, Anyway, we made it work, and I've learned a lot. We always learn a lot. Yeah. Are the wheels turning for next year already? Oh, they're spinning in ditches. Yeah, no, they're spinning <laughs> in. Of course, our very first thing is we'll never do that again, as in we'll never do the hybrid the way we did it. We learned a lot. It was, it was rough on the folks who were trying to make the 
the virtual side of life when things would flake a bit. I've got to say, you know, the other person behind the scenes that, you know, was stellar is, is Dick. That's the other side of my team who uh, managed to do all the sound management since we had limited support from the hotel. But we did have pretty amazing teamwork and Emilio running things and coming up at the last minute with, here, could you do this? So I think what we know is that, yes, we're going to do some stuff next year, for sure. Um, we want to keep building on the model we've got, which is really making sure person-centered is the center of everything and um, really meaning it which I think it's so much of a buzzword. It's really easy to have in your mind person-centered, however. And it's like, well, there really isn't a however here. <laughs> so we got to figure it out, guys. So that'll be the theme again next year somehow. But we're still working on it. Well, speaking of working on things, I believe you videotape the conferences and then you try and cut these down into uh, bites that people can access if they weren't able to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have what are called quote unquote courses. So online uh, learning opportunities where people can go if they just want one, they can pick one. If they want a bundle, they can do a bundle. And so they're available um, as a recorded piece. Now, I know that our friend Emilio is is got a couple where the visual didn't work real well, but the audio is great. So it's sort of like a podcast. <laughs> wasn't initially planned as a podcast, but, you know, technology being what it is, um, it does allow people to hear the back and forth that we had and the content. It may not be stellar visually. It wasn't like we weren't trying, but oh my heavens, it was complicated. So um, yeah, we're, we're making those available right now. And I think by next week, they'll be up and ready for folks to be curious about. And if people want information, they can go to the website as usual. If you go to the website and check out our conference information site, we should have that information up, if not next week, the week after, because I know it's a lot of courses we're putting together. And for people who need um, continuing ed, I think we're working on trying to figure out how to make it be something that you can get contact hours for, or at least credit hours. Like you can, how many hours did you spend? And you get a certificate for however many hours you spent watching something. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast. For more information, check out tipasnow.com.